Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, here fit and firing with our triumphant return. Joining me after a, a bit of an extended vacation, Mr. Liam Hancock. <laughs> I'm back, boys. It's Lee here. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Good how little vacation. Um, how are your travels? Yeah, good. Did you great. have a good time? Yeah, yeah. Had a great time. Excellent. How's your travels? You went to what, Sydney? I went to Sydney. No, it was good. Just, um, just escaped. There was a bit of a COVID outbreak there, mm. so I just got back home in time, but it was uh, certainly nice to get away for a few days. and. Enjoy or getting outside the normal four walls. Mm. Also, our third compatriot who went on holiday, Mr. <laughs> Roe Hancock. How was your little vacation? Yeah, it was good. It was nice to have a bit of load management. We've all had a bit of load management. Probably not the time of the year that we want to have it, but <laughs> imagine Kawhi. Well, he's out at the moment yeah. for other reasons. But imagine him with his load management system, just deciding in the middle mm. of the finals I might have a game or two off because I'm a bit tired. Yeah, probably not ideal timing. But we're back and geez, firing up, we yeah. fresh. Big episode, a lot of news today, isn't there? I don't, I don't know how we're going to get through it, I'll be honest, well, I, there's heaps. To be honest, mm. I think this week's episode is going to be a little bit of a, um, it's kind of just a little bit of a speed round almost, isn't yeah. it? There's oh, it so has to much be. to get through. I mean, especially these odds and ends, like we can't go into those too deeply because there's no. been a lot of big news, but we're going to just kind of have to run over them, give but our quick thoughts. Let's start with some bigger news, mm, some big ahead. news for us. Now, guys, Ooh. we are so excited to announce a new sponsor on board with this, mm-hmm. Threads. Ah, yes. Um, just a phenomenal company doing great things in the way of helping to merchandise podcasts as well as helping to promote brands and exposure. Uh, we have partnered with them, and we have since during the week, uh, we took the week off from podcasting, but we've been doing a lot of behind-the-scenes things. We have officially launched our own merchandise range oh how good do they look they look incredible we've got t-shirts we've got hoodies we've got sweaters we've got zip-up hoodies plenty more on the way guys we have officially it's been a long time coming but we now have our own merchandise mm-hmm. yep um check it out on our socials instagram facebook the link in the bio go check it out and get yourself some quality get some the merch. daily dribble gear and to be honest it's not badly priced it's, either it's, it's, oh, really it's affordable for the quality for yeah. a hoodie these days now as a thing for a hoodie it's mid to late 50s t-shirts 25 bucks really good stuff so you know we'd really appreciate your support as well and we cannot thank pod thirds enough for uh, being on this journey with us we're very thankful it's been a long time coming hasn't it with the merch we have spoken about it for a while but we finally got there so it's uh, certainly exciting uh while we're at it guys a big shout out again to our sponsors at intersport um super I guess excited about the things you guys are doing. New store opening July fifth. Really, we've Very got good. a date. We have an official date, July fifth. So uh, that'll be exciting. It's not far off at all. No, a couple of weeks away. So I can't thank you guys enough for your continued support. Head guys. in, give Nick a little um, bit of encouragement. So they're renovating it now, are they? They are. The basketball section is looking fresh. Well, I've seen a couple of the new shoes that'll be coming in soon. Oh, you'll um, need to hot drops. You need to scout for a spot for our new post. Well, our poster because that's going to have to transition over. It's going to have to take pride of place. Mm. I will. Yeah. I will make sure of it. I've got <laughs> more influence now that I work there, so that won't be a worry at all. I don't know what Hank thinks about that. <laughs> that's quite all right. He'll be on board. Do you know the best feeling? Because it's happened a couple of times this week. I'm walking in town with say one of my friends, and I'm like, "That's us. That's, that's us." Us. And they're like, I've seen that before, that's you. Mm. That is us. We're doing big things. So once again, guys, get yourself some Daily Dribble merch, um, quality stuff. So we look forward to seeing you all in it soon. And if you do get some, put a picture up, tag us in it. We'd love yeah. to reshare it. Um, Even if you don't want to post it, because I know some people don't, just send it to us. I think it'd be cool. Give us, some, give us a message, yeah. All right, guys, let's get into the odds and ends. Where do we even through. start? I reckon we start with the, the bit of news that's fresh off the press mm. this morning. The news of Kemba Walker yeah. being traded from Boston to OKC. Mm-hmm. Now, Huge. this was a trade that uh, was the first thing I saw this morning when I woke up, mm. and the deal will involve. So, how do how do we break this down? We'll start with the OKC side. So, okay. OKC received Kemba Walker, a 2021 number 16 pick, yeah. and a 2025 second round pick. Boston received Moses Brown, Al Horford, and a 2023 second round pick. Roy, our resident Celtics man, Al Horford returns. Yes, Wait, who wins he does. this? I, I, I know personally who I think wins it, but how, how do you feel about it, Roy? As a Celtics supporter, I feel quite good about it. I think it, I think it definitely benefits both teams for different reasons. Um, for starters, I guess the Celtics have benefited by this because they get a big man. I know he's getting on in years, Al Horford, but 
Um, he's Moses still Brand. he's still yeah, valuable. That's what I was gonna say. Moses Brown is the is the underrated one for mine. No one's really talking about it that much. But if you look back at his stats over the last season, he had multiple games where he had eighteen 2020. rebounds. Twenty twenty, yeah, I remember. Yeah, had a twenty three rebound game. His potential's through the roof. Only twenty one as well. So you're getting a centre who's a little more experienced who can probably agree. help nurture and guide mm-hmm. him as he did last season. And then you've got a piece for the future as well. That's it. That's exactly right. The other good thing from a Celtics perspective is. Kemba Walker had two years left on his contract. He had $73 million owed to him, and Celtics won't be responsible for owing him that money, which leaves them with an opportunity over the next few years to open up a big um, spot for someone. Um, So that's good. On the OKC side of things, they've now got three first-round draft picks and potentially two top-five draft picks, which is massive for them, and they could completely rebuild just off this draft alone. So well, good for both teams. A couple of options, don't they, if they decide to, I guess, move on from Kemba? Mm. Or if they keep him, that yeah. backcourt now with SGA and Kemba looks pretty dangerous, mm. doesn't it, Lee? Yeah. Well, who else do they have there now, SGA? Dort comes off the bench, doesn't uh, it? Dort's been starting, so you've got that. You've got Roby. You've got a good... A lot of good young players. Mm. Um, you just know it's not an it's not just an empty pickup. Like some, you know, some teams just pick up players for the sake of it. Sam yeah. Presti's got something going on. He, he's he got something, something going on for the next decade. He, <laughs> they are well and truly. No, equipped. but with Timber in particular, yeah, so, he'd have his plan. Yeah, I saw potential that the Lakers might try to acquire him off yeah. OKC. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a short term investment for for the OKC Thunder. Long term game potentially. If they potentially, get more picks yeah, or, for sure. You know, a couple yeah. of good young players. So certainly that was a. Um, the way to start the morning, wasn't it? A lot of big news going on this week. Uh, we'll transition to the news about Chris Paul. Mm. Uh, he's entered the uh, the COVID health and safety protocols after testing this, positive for the virus during the week. Yeah, this like just annoys me because you look back on when LeBron got tested. Did he, so? He got tested positive. Did he? he? Did. Oh, okay, this, okay, this that's the difference. He received the Pfizer vaccine in February. What? So he's um. Didn't work. Yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a funny one there. I'm not too well versed in how the actual vaccinations and things like that I work. I know you've had yours. Ninety eight percent, I think. There's a, there's a couple, isn't there? There's yeah. the Pfizer and the AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca. So, but nevertheless, I guess on the basketball front, that's um, they. I guess they'd just be praying that this Jazz and Clippers series goes to seven. Yeah. Um, to extend it as long as possible because he's out at the moment for an undefined length of time. I mean, it'd be two weeks, you'd think. It's a huge blow, isn't it, for the Suns' aspirations of a title? Mm. He's got to be the unluckiest guy, doesn't he, when it comes to injuries and just this kind of thing in general, particularly at the pointy end of the year. The amount of times that this kind of thing has happened, not that it, not that he's you know fallen under COVID um, restrictions, yeah. but you know he's always been a bit unlucky at the wrong time of the year. So fingers crossed, they can get it news. sorted. Say Clippers get through this round with Kawhi out as well. It's Phoenix versus Clippers. With no Chris Paul, but then no Kawhi, that's kind of an even deal. But who would win that? I'd still take the Suns. I would as well. I'd take the Suns, but I, I guess so. we might touch on that a little bit later yeah. on. Mm-hmm. We'll give our predictions for the second round. That's <laughs> yeah. certainly, or the sorry, the finals, should yeah. I say, or the conference finals? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Pascal Siakam will miss the start of next season. Uh, this comes after he received surgery to repair a torn labrum in his uh, left shoulder. So how long? Five months is the five timeline from now. Term. Uh, yes. I was going to say. Yeah, okay, so, that's all right then. So how long would that be out of the start of the season? No, like a month? Only a couple of, yeah, a month or so, mm. a couple of weeks, depending on his actual progression to getting back on the yeah. floor. But mm. um, a bit of a blow for the Raptors. It's not hasn't been an ideal season for them, and it doesn't no. look like next season's getting off to a good start either. Unfortunately not. Another guy that can't catch a break, DeAndre Hunter. Um, he's out for the season and will undergo meniscus surgery. Has he been playing or not? Uh, he's been struggling a bit with injury as of yeah. late. Him and Reddish have both been in and out of the team. Yeah. But okay, um, yeah, big blow there. He's yeah. had a good season, really. Oh, he's underrated. had a good season, but he's only played really half a season because of the other injury. That's what mm, I'm saying. It. Like, like it's just not fair. It's life's not fair. <laughs> Should we touch on some of these coaches? Oh, we've got. Let's a... do it. Okay, where do we even start? I reckon I'll start with Rick Carlisle. Probably the the biggest news of them all. Stepping down as the coach of the Mavs after 13 years. He was the, just an absolute staple of that franchise, and he has been for so long. Took him to that title in 2011. That's the highlight, obviously. Um, yeah, a bit of a shock for mine, actually. I, is, yeah. I thought he might con- continue to um, take this team into the future, particularly with Luca, and there's so much um, hope um, and surrounding Donnie the Nelson also yeah. left during the week, so they're in a bit of a... A rebuilding phase in the back office there. So well, that made me think. To see how that all transitions. There must be something going on behind the scene because there's literally no reason why you'd 
leave as head coach almost because you've got one of the best young stars in the game, superstars. You've got a, you know, a formidable kind of um, supporting cast and he's just dipped. You wonder if it was his choice. You wonder I, if... I think so. From what I've heard, he informed Mark Cuban himself yeah, so okay. it was his decision. I think they would have been quite happy to keep him with the way they're progressing. Yeah. Um, nearly, you know, nearly knocked off the Clippers this year, so they're in and around the mark. And he's got just that passionate love for the franchise as well, so he'll put the franchise ahead of himself. Yeah, certainly. Um, but that was a shock. And then next on the um, on the hit list on the hit list was um, Scotty Brooks and the and the Wizards parting ways after five years as head coach. Mm. Yeah, it's a quick one, five years actually. It has gone quickly, and this mm. was one I think about halfway through the season we thought was a given. Yeah, we yeah. were surprised he wasn't fired at that point. But then there was a bit of turnaround. They started playing well. And mm. you're like, it was right. an incredible turnaround. Mm. They really kind of hit their stride and were quite a formidable team. Mm. Um, you know, the playoffs had they, you know. I guess made their run a little bit mm, earlier. They yep. could have been well contending for that, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh spot. Um, but they're a team to look out for next year. But it'll be interesting to see who takes the reins there. And the last one, which I'm not surprised by, old Stan Van Gundy's got booted out the door after the one season, though. With the Pelicans, yes, he's he's come and gone. His time's gone very quickly with very little success mm. there. So that's a big job to come into. You've not only now with rumours that you've Zion's unhappy. Um, you've mm. got to appease him. You've, <laughs> you've got, got to get up. some traction happening. You've got Ingram, Lonzo, all these young stars. You've got to start making some inroads in towards success now, I think. Well, have the Trailblazers got a coach yet? Because I know Chauncey Billups was high on the list. I saw Mike D'Antoni as well yeah, was D'Antoni. interviewing during the week. They don't yet. Mm. Uh, I can't, it's going to be a bit of a merry-go-round once again. I can't remember a time when there was this many quality coaches yeah. Up for grabs for these for these different franchises. I was just I just had a thought then. What about Rick Carlisle at the Boston Celtics? He's got that connection when he played for them. Wow. I don't know. I, I reckon that could be him. I don't know. Strange things okay. have happened. I've got a question. What's been the biggest um, coach leaving? Like surprise, not surprise, but like, geez, Rick Carlisle. I, I, I think I think even Brad Stevens. Brad, oh, oh, oh yeah, sorry. Okay, yes, yes. I kind of yeah. forgotten about yeah. him. But they're pretty equal. Yeah, his transition into the back office, look at him already making moves mm. with the Kemba. So, very good there, guys. Oh, yeah, he would have made that move. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, about first move. On um, the coach front real quick, because uh, it wasn't touched on, Tibbs. Uh, coach of the year. Coach of the year. And he very, very effort. well deserved. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we also had, because we missed last week, but uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert, Rookie of the Year, Lamelo Ball, and MVP, Nikola Jokic. Uh, it's been a little while since they all came to light, so we won't spend too long on them. No. But the big Jokic got it done. Well from, deserved. Well deserved. How's that? Would you would you pick that at the start of no the year? No way. No. Uh, probably not, but he was always going to be in and around the pitch. We know how valuable he is to that Denver Nuggets. Especially Nugget. once Murray went down, how, well, how yeah. the load he had to carry there. What about Lamelo, real quick? Um, Did that surprise you or not? Uh, not at the end of the day, I don't no. know. A little bit, but then I, a little part of me was thinking Edwards was yeah. going to get there. Yeah, me too. Probably, I, would, I wouldn't have been upset if me he did. Nah. Um, disappointed to see my man Halliburton not get in there, mm. but that's quite all right. Um, Who was Rose pick? Denny, Denny Advia. Oh, well, this is a very, very early pick. <laughs> I don't think we'll touch on that. Well, well, well let's tie it in with the all-rookie teams. Yeah. Um, so there was a, a quite... I guess, a strong consensus that both these teams were pretty accurate. The first mm. team was Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Sadiq Bay, and Jay Sean Tate of the Rockets. Yep. Second team, Emmanuel Quickly, Desmond Bain, Isaac Okoro, Isaiah Stewart, and Pat Williams. Shout out Apex. He would have been happy to see that. Absolutely. Now, who was the power forward in the first team, sorry? Uh, Did you, you just read it out. Who have you got there? Oh, I've, I've just deleted the photo. <laughs> no, the, the power forward would have been there. You thought I'm done with Sadiq this. Bay. Okay. Well, do you pick Sadiq Bay or Isaiah? Well, they, I, I don't know how much they base it on. Okay. Yeah, but I, I'm surprised that Isaiah Stewart didn't make it into the first team. I feel like didn't he lead like old blocks and rebounds and all that in in rookies? I don't know. I, I feel like he was. I, I feel like he should have been should have warranted a first spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a lot of quality hanging about, wasn't there? But well, um, let's transition as well to the the big dogs within that. The actual all all um, all NBA teams. First first team. Yeah. No surprises. Jokic, yeah, Giannis, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard. Yep. The second team: Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Joel Embiid, 
Julius Randle. Mm, Randles. And LeBron James. We yeah. love that. The third team, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Rudy Gobert, Jimmy Butler, and Paul George. Mm. How did you lads feel about this? Were I, you happy with how it I all went down? I was pretty happy with it. I saw a comment that said, um, how is the second how's the runner-up to MVP not in the first team I guess he was referring to um Joel Embiid but then it makes you think maybe towards the end of the season he wasn't maybe you would have been third but maybe Giannis took that second spot yeah I, I think well it was pretty close back and forth in yeah. that kind of top area there was mm. a lot of players of high quality kind mm. of toing and froing um I guess so a couple of snubs notable snubs James Harden Devin Booker Jason Tatum yeah, how, KD how did Zion. James Harden not make it but again, it's hard. It's so hard when you look at it to actually. You, you think you hear these players and you're like, okay, they deserve a spot. Mm. But who do we kick out? So that's the thing, isn't it? Like you would have kicked out some of these players who made the team, and you still would have had the same comments. These guys getting snubbed. So mm. you can only fit so many in. Unfortunately, did Chris Paul get in? Did you say he did? Yeah, he did. third, second, second. Oh, if he didn't get in, that so would have been very ridiculous. well deserved. We were mentioning how he was gaining a little bit of MVP talk in the back end. You of the season. were, you uh, were talking about not it. Not just me. There was multiple, <laughs> multiple outlets there. You said he was like number two. Well, he was. <laughs> He was making that? a yeah. strong late push, wasn't he? And the way he's been playing, it's hard yeah, to yeah. argue, isn't it? Yep. Um, next season, the NBA will return to its normal October to June schedule, lads. So, Wait, okay. Wait, so what are we October in? October 19th. Um, the finals will culminate on the June 19th. So and what the draft are we... on the 23rd for next year. What? So we'll be about four months out? About on... four, probably three, three and a half months um, by no the time day. the finals ends to... Next season. No ball. Four so, months with no ball. What are we going to do with ourselves? Sit in the corner and cry. Yeah. Some of those, some of those. Watch, watch the paint dry. Some of those postseason episodes are like the best episodes of ours. Yeah, though, we'll have a lot we, of content. We to have a lot of creativity. We? So I'm looking forward to that. And as well, the NBA are currently exploring rule changes to restrict unnatural motions regarding yeah. jump shots. What so. was this? Because I saw it, but I didn't read it. So this refers to players like James Harden, Trey Young, who kind of accentuate um, their jump shot motion. Mm. So you're kind of, I guess, hunting for fouls. Yeah. So I so guess this the is they're, they're, well, it's, they're exploring ways that they can kind oh, okay. of, I guess, crack down on. I mean, on it's this. part of the game. Oh my it god, is, that's so annoying because they obviously brought it to light since Trey Young in these. Fight. Well, I like it because I, I think it is almost too far. Some of these players hunting fouls and just looking for them it kind of tracks from the game. Mm. Um, it's like soccer players, say, diving for a penalty. I, mm. I don't see too much difference between the two. Mm. Yep. It's kind of, you know, outside um, the actual game. It's, sport, it's sort of unsportsmanlike, yeah, that's isn't it? it? I'd, I'd like to see them limit it, but I wouldn't like them to crack down on it and get rid of it completely, but that's probably why it's such a hard thing to look into. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll say something. Did you, I'm guessing you guys saw... LBJ's going back to number six. <laughs> Did see this. LBJ, yeah. I tell you what, next season, everybody look out. First time he hasn't made a mm. finals, he's going to be fresh. I'm, I'm already pumped for next season. My kind of misery's washed away. <laughs> Went back to it. Well, it was... but it's because he wanted to give Anthony Davis 2-3, wasn't Is he? it? I thought I, I saw that Anthony Davis is keeping his number. Well, or I... remain number three. Yeah, per right. Shams. But I, I thought a maybe few years... Maybe they're trying to recruit another big number 23, maybe. Maybe, maybe another player wants Jordan that. comes yeah, back. Jordan, Jordan. <laughs> just, sit him, just sit him on the, on the three-point arc and let him go to work. He's not going to be crashing with bodies at <laughs> about 60 years Danny old, is he? Green, yeah. no. All right, lads, do you have anything else from the NBA? Um, we know what time it is. Get on to I, the NBA. I tell you what, honest to God, there has been so much news this week really? in the NBL. Yeah. I'm going to try and rip through it as quick as I can. Um First point of goal, uh, the Bullets have hired former Sydney Kings lead assistant James Duncan as head coach for the next two seasons. Yep, Dunk. Um, exciting to see what the Bullets can do. They had uh, runner-up in the MVP, Nathan Sobey. Um, if they can get Vic Law back, they're going to be a tough out next year, so I look forward to seeing what they can do. Mm. Is there talks of him not coming back? Uh, well, it depends just with his injury, what oh, he decides yeah. oh, okay. to do, if he gets any other offers. Oh, we've like got that. a few spots down here, don't we, for the Oh, that'd the be amazing for Vic Law we, to we come We might down. have to send him a message, hey, get on to him, see what he's up to. <laughs> um, the, the Boomer squad for Tokyo has been cut down to 19 players. Mm. Tell you what, listen to this squad. This is what who we've got left. Aussie Baines. Ryan Brockoff, Xavier Cooks, Mitch Creek, Matty Delavadova, yes. Dante Exum, Josh Giddy, Chris Golding, Josh Green, Isaac Humphreys, Joe Ingles, Nick Kay, oh. Jock Landale, Paddy Mills, Brock Mottam, uh, Duop Reith, Ben Simmons, Nathan oh. Sobey, and Matisse Thibault. So Simmons is going over. I was going to say, geez, Jingles is going over, but Benny Boy's going over, is he? Now, this team will be cut to 12. This is They're entering yeah. the final yep. camp now, mm. so... 
How's that for a list? You cut that down. I tell you what, defensively, that is one of the best lists. I reckon that is one of the best lists in the entire world defensively. We've got Ben Simmons, Matisse Thybul, both all defensive players. You've got Matty Delavadova, who guards for his life. (laughs) It's going to be be phenomenal to see what they can do. During the week, we've seen um, players like Tatum, Bill, Booker, who have announced their commitment to the US team. But tell you what... Gold medal matchup, boomers against the US, the dream team. Here we go. Let's This let's is our do chance. It. This uh, is our chance for sure. Oh, I hope so. That's Giddy. What's Giddy going to do a lot? Hopefully. Giddy on the, on the worldwide stage. That's crazy. Isn't he like 20? A younger. Yeah. No, younger. He, no, he's not. Baby. He's not younger than 20. I yeah. think he's 18, isn't he? Is he? 18, 19. Are you serious? Young. Very young. I didn't know that. He's younger than me. Yeah, depressing, isn't it? It actually is. Wait till you have Giannis the same age as you and see how you go. Yeah, <laughs> Giddy's 18 years of age. Oh, he's my so God. Come on, mate. Go on. During the week, we also had the, the Gazes, the Andrew Gaze um, Awards Night for the best players in the league. MVP of the NBL, back-to-back, third time in four years, Bryce Cotton. Yeah, yep. how's he doing? My God, this guy is phenomenal. It's just incredible what he does on a year-to-year basis. He really is like a fine wine as well um, in his late 20s now, but he's no signs of slowing down. Once he comes back from injury next season, look out, league. Uh, Coach of the year, Trevor Gleeson from the Perth Wildcats. Rookie Catch. of the year. Here we go. Josh Giddy. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> that was, it was in stone before the season had even oh, begun. There absolutely. was no doubt about it. Uh, best defensive player, Justin Simon. Most improved player, Sam Froling. Best sixth man, Joe Luol Achul. Uh, most outstanding media coverage, Olgan Ulick. The fans MVP, Bryce Cotton. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a couple of teams. The NBL first team. Bryce Cotton, Nathan Sobey, Tyler Harvey, John Mooney, Jock Landale. Right. A who's who of NBA, NBL royalty, should I say. Uh, the NBL second team, Chris Goulding, Casper Ware, Mitch McCarron, Mitch Creek, and Finn Delaney. Some incredible stuff there. Yeah. Two incredible teams. But Bryce Cotton, like, fans <laughs> MVP, MVP, NBL first team. What can't he do? When Imagine it, what would happen if we were able to lure him down to the Jack Jumpers. Uh, he would carry the franchise probably to a championship. Slide, in to, slide first into year. his DMs, do you reckon? I don't think it could hurt. You, you can try it out and see how when, you go. When's that, that the next season start? Uh, it'll be October. October. They better get some budget players quickly. There will be announcements coming thick and fast. Do you reckon they'll? They've got any right now. They're just not. They're just going to do the whole team as one announcement. I'm not too sure. I, th- I think they'll do it bit by bit. Yeah. Um, but I expect in the next couple of weeks we'll start to see some names be announced. Yeah. Yep. Finals. The NBL finals tipped off last night. We had Melbourne United against Perth Glory. Uh, Perth Glory. Sorry, I'm thinking of the A League. The Perth Wildcats, should I say? <laughs> um, what would they give for Bryce Cotton to be back? Uh, Melbourne United won that one away, seventy-three to seventy. Mm. It was a real dogfight in the first half, and it was really um, Perth in control. Melbourne just couldn't create any offense whatsoever. Um, they struggled to run plays until the third quarter, where Jock Landale, who finished with seventeen points, and Chris Golding with twenty-three, really heated up. Mm. Uh, they took control down the stretch until Perth made a late push. Down three. They were down three with about 10 seconds to go. Melbourne had the ball. They decided not to foul, but they forced a turnover. Jesse Wagstaff had a pretty clear open look from three to tie it, send it to OT and bottled it. The crowds were going off, though. This was like the place to be in Perth. It was Mm. just incredible. It didn't go down. Melbourne win by three. Mm. Um, They were really, I guess, Perth really fed off Todd Blanchfield, who had 27 points, seven rebounds, five of nine from three. Jeez. Game two, I, I tell you what, Melbourne certainly have the ascendancy, but it's going to be a hell of a series. Mm, sounds uh, it. They're yeah. struggling, though, with injury, Perth. They've had Luke Travers out, P- Bryce Cotton out, Clint Steindl went down early in this game. And all, and the, by the sounds of it, Melbourne are at full strength, and you've got Chris Goulding yep. there, who he, he's been an elite player for so long, Chris Goulding, and he's stepping up on the big stage as he well. He hit a three last night. It was Dame Lillard from missing. <laughs> was he, it? He shoots some deep bombs. Yeah, right. Some deep bombs, and he knocks them down with, like, he's such a confidence player. If he hits one or two early, like, he's lights out. I think he's, in my opinion, he's always been one of those players who I thought he's, has been pretty unlucky not to make an NBA squad. Yep. He's, yep. he's a class above, and he has been for a, for a long time. He's there's he plenty worse players together. That big small combo, yeah. Like, he's unstoppable in the paint. He and he, yep. for a big man, he shoots the three ball with such consistency. So, yep. I really think if Perth are to have any chance, they're just going to have to run everything again through Blanchfield, get a little bit more out of Mitch Norton, John Mooney. Um, but it's going to be a tough, tough fight to come back from one zip mm. down, losing away from home. 
Right. Radio. A lot to get through there. <laughs> I look forward to breaking down. The NBL finals will probably have wrapped up by this time next week, so we will have a champion. Um, we should also be getting close to having, well, we're getting closer to an NBA champion, aren't we, lads? Mm, we are. where, 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 where will we be this time next week? I think well, this the time next week, com- uh, conference, conference finals, finals will be well and truly underway, underway. I think. Mm. Let's start with okay. this. We'll rip through these series, lads. We'll start with the Suns and Denver. The Phoenix Suns got the 4-0 sweep. Lee, yeah. did you see this coming? Four, Suns four versus zip. Denver. Um, not 4-zip. No, I don't think anyone saw 4-zip no. coming. But um, now that it's done it's and you, you know, you're thinking of the games back in your head, it's like... Oh, just a yeah, class above. Yeah, they were. What it came down to, really, at the end of the day was the fact that Denver had to rely on Yoka, and he, and he stood up as he has all year. But then you've got the Phoenix Suns who have just got multiple so contributors. Mm. You've got CP3 who's just lives for these moments. 37.7 assists in Game 4. Booker with 34.11 rebound. God. Booker, yeah. But as you said, Aiton's really come on this series. Jay Crowder, Mikael Bridges... You know, they've got a lot of options, don't they? Even on their bench, you know, you've got Payne, Craig, Johnson, like, Sarich. Like, you've got the players to go to, whereas I think in the end, Denver were just a little bit thin. Obviously, we knew that it was going to be a tough one to come out of, particularly with Jamal Murray being out. Would he have made a, Would he have made the difference no, or made no. a difference, do you think? No. He would have made a difference. Would he made the difference? I don't think so. I think this Phoenix... I, I really believe in this Phoenix Suns team. I think they can go all the way How to the How exciting finals. are they to watch? It's oh, so incredible. exciting to watch. And you can't help but root for them just because of that Chris Paul factor. Like, I would yeah. love nothing more than to see him win a chip. Um, you know, Devin Booker's really elevated his mm. game as well. They're just a likeable team, aren't they? They're such a likeable team. The well, only thing is... With CP3 out with this Western, Con- yes. or well, potentially out with yep. this Western Conference Finals, I don't know how they'll perform against a team like Utah or um, the Clippers in in the Western Conference Finals. In fact, if I if they don't have CP3 there, I don't think they're getting over the top of either either of them. I think he's just that, that much of a valuable yeah. player to them. As we've said so many times, like in that game, he had thirty seven points in Game Four, but so much of what he does isn't on the box score, no, just controlling not. the no. tempo, the pace, and I guess. Just being that game awareness, um, I agree. I think if he's out for, let's say, hypothetically the series, say yeah. he's gone, I think it would be really tough for them to to come out against either either Agreed. the Jazz or the Clippers. Mm. But fingers crossed, he can come back. Do you think? Because I was just having a look. Do you think um, Aaron Gordon was a not a good pickup? <sighs> oh. He had one good, one all right game when yep. he shot. 18 points on 50%. That was game one. I think they well, they still lost. It was 4-0. The rest he had like four points on like 10 shots. So. He's such a funny player, isn't he? Because there's so much potential there that we've mm. seen. Um, like I, I've, I think his defense is the area they need him most, mm-hmm. but they need him to contribute a little bit more mm. on the offensive end because especially without Murray, I think that's where they've gone wrong. They needed yes. him to step up on that end a little bit more without Murray. Agree. Uh, Jokic can only do so much. You know, you've got Austin Rivers and Campazo starting in the backcourt together. Mm. Like Will Barton missed most of the series. Yeah. So He's not the guy you want to rely on, is it? Uh, is he? Like, particularly in the big series. Like yeah, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Well, he was, still, he was still the third man, third option. I think it'll look a lot better for them when they have Murray back. That yeah. that starting five will just look a lot better. But it's not good if someone goes down, then no. the others can't step up, you yeah. know? Yeah. And uh, look, you look at his percentages throughout the course of the series. He was shooting 39%, but he had some games where he was two for 10, yeah. um, you know, 37% in another game. And he didn't hit a... Th- team, they will make you pay. Didn't hit a three-pointer. Um, not that he's really known for that all too yeah. much, but you you just have to stand up a bit more in these games. And unfortunately, he didn't, and that was a contributor that led to um, them losing the series in a sweep. Their demise. Wow. Four zip. We'll move ahead to the second of the Western Conference semifinals. Uh, the yep. Jazz versus Clippers. The Clippers currently lead three-two. Fantastic winning game five without Kawhi Leonard. So um, when okay, what game did Kawhi Leonard go down? Four. So he played four, I believe. Yeah. And no, I think he went down in game down four. four. But then missed five. Mm. Um, this was a crazy game in game five. The Jazz shot the absolute lights out in that first half there. It was really just incredible seeing what they were doing. Bogdanovich couldn't be stopped. They were shooting about, up until half time about 60-odd percent from mm. three. Um, really was a change of fortunes in the second half. 
off the back of Paul George, Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson. Clippers were able to claw back and get the 119 to 111 win. Mm. Wow. Where do we see this one going? So we've got game six later today, uh, starting in about an hour or so. So yep. just as this episode goes up, it should be about to tip off. In LA. In LA. I still, yep. I still think uh, the Jazz will take this one and what they'll bring it to a game. Game seven. seven. Donovan I think... Mitchell and Mike Conley are questionable, though. Oh, are they? Uh, uh, at the moment, last check, they're still game time decisions, both yeah. of them. Um, so I, I think honestly, a lot hinges on them. I honestly do think Donovan Mitchell is the deciding factor. If he doesn't play, then they lose. And I think he knows that, and I think that's why he'll still he'll play today. But even on that um, game where Paul George went off, that game five it would have been, he just didn't have a good game. He had thirty, um, he had twenty one points and thirty percent from the field. Yeah, um, mm. but that's rare for him. You know, mm. at least in these heated moments, I think he's going to come out and bring them the dub. Bring them the dub, mm. you reckon, Lee? Well, it's certainly been a fascinating series. I thought for all money once the Jazz went to zip up and looked really comfortable that they kind of pretty well had the ascendancy in this series. Mm. But wasn't the case. They've fought back well, the Clippers, right? They have fought back well. Um, it's, it's difficult to sort of predict how the rest of this series is going to pan out because there's still so much unpredictability about which guys are actually going to get up and play on any given night. But um, you think now with the Jazz's backs against the wall, 3-2 down, they know that they know that this is their last chance or else, you know, it's win or go home time. So um, I think they'll come out firing in today's game and I think they'll bring it to a Game 7. Game 7 in Utah. Anything can happen. Potentially no um, Kawhi Leonard. You know, Donovan Mitchell might be under the weather, but as Lee was saying, I think he's going to get up for a game like this. So I reckon the Utah Jazz might close this one out in the next few games. Oh, it'd be huge, huge for them to come back. Lee, do you think the Jazz still get it done? Yeah, I, t- I just said they would. Okay, just reiterating, <laughs> uh, adding emphasis for it. Uh, I think the Clippers get it done. Oh, I think they win today. one out of the two. I think they might clinch today just yeah, okay. off the back of pure momentum, mm-hmm. uh, winning three on the trot. You know, it's... You know, they're, they're kind of playing with house money to a certain extent. Um, once they were two zipped down, it was kind of curtains from, I guess, a lot of people. But mm-hmm. they've got themselves back into it. I reckon they can pull off pull off something well, here. Well, they need a lot of things to go right. Not only – well, you need two things in general. You need one Paul George to just have a monster game again. That's You need that. Yep. But you also need, which made them win last time, was the Reggie Jacksons and the uh, Morrises. Morris, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think they can get one out of two. <laughs> That's not good enough. You need both to win. Oh no! As in, they can get one game out of the two. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay, yeah. I know. Time will tell. By the time this episode goes up, we should be well and truly underway, mm-hmm. gentlemen. We'll move ahead to the Seventy Sixers and Hawks. Uh, game six going on as we speak. The Hawks were really, uh, well, are were in control for a lot yeah. of this game early on, but Philly have just started this third quarter on a fourteen to zip run. They currently lead by ten. So I guess for the purpose of this conversation, up by 10, let's just say that they win the game. Right. Let's, let's say Philly, Philly win okay. the game and it goes to 3-0, um, go to a game seven. How do you see this one panning out? Like the so, Hawks? Game seven in Philly, um, not they won't necessarily have the momentum because the momentum's been switched at different times throughout this series. No more so than game five. Game five, Hawks indeed. winning 109 yep. to 106. They trailed by 26 points crazy. in the third quarter. <laughs> Unbelievable. With like three minutes left, wasn't it? <laughs> Ridiculous. They outscored the 76ers 40 to 19 in the last quarter. Trey had 39.7 assists. Mm. Curry and Embiid were the only players to score in the second half. Really? No way. Really? Curry had 36, Embiid 37. God. But as you said, momentum switched so quickly yeah. in the series row. So I don't know, if, you, it, if it goes to game seven. You're tempted to say Philly because obviously they're the highest seed. They've probably had a better regular season and they're at home. But you know that the Atlanta Hawks aren't deterred by playing away from home. And if anything, Trey Young uses it as motivation yeah. to win. So yeah. you wouldn't put it past the Hawks to actually get up in the game seven if um, Philly go on to win today, which who knows? Back to a five-point game, mm. so we'll... <laughs> we live commentate. We'll yeah. Live commentate this game, <laughs> if, but... If Philly win today, I, li- I actually couldn't pick who's going to win that game seven because, like, we've just been reiterating, it's just been back and forth. I do hope the Hawks get up because I'm going for the Hawks to win it all. Yep. Mm. But, um, yeah, I just couldn't pick it. Well, let's touch on Ben Simmons for a moment. Now, as, as Australians that we are, proud Australians... Um, 
we're, we don't we're like been to hearing a lot of slander, haven't we? Yeah, and we don't like to kick a comrade while he's down, but <laughs> sometimes he just needs a kick in the teeth <laughs> to wake him up. In the teeth, right in the teeth. But Ben Simmons, we all know how much of a phenomenal player mm. he is. He should have, in a lot of people's eyes, won Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this this lack of scoring, it's really starting to become, I guess, a target on him for slander. It but is. also, it's really becoming a detriment to the 76ers mm-hmm. because so many teams now know, all right, we can just kind of, you know, let him have the ball in mm. the mid range or out in the, yeah. the three and let him do his thing because yeah. he's not going to do anything. Shoot. But this lack of shooting is really becoming an issue. And we've been saying for the past couple of years, okay, in the off season. Just focus on, I guess, having a strong mid-range game or being able to at least shoot free throws. You know, mm. you don't need to do that, have threes, do it all at once. Well, but he really needs to take some strides. The I thing think. is, Joel Embiid has just skyrocketed up this season and Ben Simmons kind of gone down. Isn't it crazy? I think it was last season, towards the end of last season, we were asking who you'd rather build a team around, Ben Simmons or Joel we did. Embiid. And we, did we all say Simmons? Oh, I can't remember. I, know, I hope we said Embiid. Looking I feel back like I said Simmons. It's crazy, crazy to think back on that. And yeah. Now you'd easily go Joel Embiid. Yeah, and it's it's just I feel like we're almost running out of time. Not running out of time. He's still young, but running out of chances. Yeah. Like for so long, mm. the chat's been about him developing that area of his mm. game. But it's and in this day and age, offensive is so important. You need to have five players out in the ball who are credible threats. Mm. And he is just... He's a liability he's on a, offense, isn't he? That's the word. Like, at the end of the day, like, you can't rely on this guy to bring anything offensively for you. You were saying he's running out of time. I think his time in Philly is quickly we running out. Air, didn't we, bro? The I, fact we that a lot of suitors may come knocking I think or that lot, they might be trying to ship him out. Yeah, yeah. Pro- probably a place where they won't rely on him as much offensively. But, you know, I think his time in Philly particularly, and this playoff series has put it on full display. And I can't remember who mentioned it, but someone said you can hide these guys throughout the year, like in terms of their offensive um inability yep. Yep. to perform. You can hide it throughout the regular season, but once the playoffs start and the spotlight's on you, it's There's everything's no magnified, and um, we're seeing that right now. And I hate to say it because, you know, we, do, we don't like to kick down any, you know, Australian player. But He's one of us, isn't he? He's one of us. wonder how comfortable he'd be going somewhere and playing the three. He's oh, got the yeah. size. He's got, he's got the, the size, but he loves the ball in his hand too yeah. much. And he, he's, he is so good with the ball. His yeah. passing ability is second to none. Does he need to go somewhere where he's primarily just a role player? He's there for his defensive ability, oh. and he doesn't bring much on the offensive end, and they don't need him to bring much on the offensive end. You know where he needs to go, wherever Tom Thibodeau is, because he'll get something out of him. He gets blood out of a stone, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. What about him at the Knicks? Who could they give up? Oh. Not Julius Randle, but I'm sure there are some pieces that they could give up for him. Yeah, but would they, they're trying to, I reckon, acquire more scoring as it is at the moment. Yeah. Um, so getting Simmons is certainly not going to aid that. We might have to fire up the trade machine zone and see where we can get him to end up. But nevertheless, um, yeah, Simmons, I think, will be a big telling factor in Game 7. Yeah. Speaking of a series that's going to Game 7, lads, the Bucks mm. versus Nets, currently mm. tied at three apiece. Again, a series that's been so back and forth. Um, yeah. And again, it looked like a series that Brooklyn had kind of, you know, even though the Nets won the first two games both at home, mm-hmm. they looked in pretty firm control. But again, the Bucks have fought back valiantly. They have, and it's been on the back, particularly last game of big Greek freak. We knew he was, he's like he doesn't have a bad game really, Greek freak. You know what he's going to get, but you know Chris Middleton as well. What did he mm, have in the end? Thirty-eight, thirty-eight or so in the end. Yeah, yeah. big performance. Thirty-eight, ten, and five. Met out on five steals, sixty-eight percent mm. from the field. He was the he was the guy who ultimately got them to win because and those we, two as a tandem have been electric as a oh, as a duo. They're probably one of the best duos in the league. Um, and we just needed Chris Middleton and we needed Drew Holiday, who also had a good game in that most recent win. You're saying we, do you want Milwaukee to win, do you? Oh, I'd love Milwaukee really? to, to oh, okay. take care of the Nets, to be honest with you. And then I, lose to the Hawks. Well, that's gonna, that would be an incredible series. It'd be um, a better better series than, say, if the Hawks win Hawks against Nets, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just love an underdog. Um, and I think everyone's including myself, thinks that the Nets will go the way this year and probably win the finals. But you just love to see a team who's sort of written off get yep. up. But, um, okay. yeah, that, that's such an important win, that last one. Takes it to Game 7. Currently without Kyrie. Without Kyrie, yeah. How, how do you see Game 7 shaping up, Lee? Mm. Who would your money be on? 
Well, I'm the opposite. I want Nets to win, but I I probably think that the Bucks might take mm. it. To be honest, yeah. To be honest, I'm the same. I I, I don't mind who wins really. Mm. I don't yeah. mind who wins, but I think probably the Bucks would probably go in as the favourites just because of how handily they, they took care of the Nets in the last game. I think they're going in as the favourites, but um, I just remembered that it's at the Barclays Centre. I think that plays a big role. To, it does. Yeah, no, Brooklyn. it certainly does. And someone by the name of Kevin Durant as well might have something to say about it. <laughs> might touch on him a little bit later in the show. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But, yeah, he's been elite, hasn't yeah, he? He has yeah, really been. just shown the world again how good he was after that year off that horrible injury. Like, mm. I guess we kind of took for granted how good he was. Well, I remember someone saying um, Kevin Durant, before he came back, someone said, oh, he's looking better than he's ever looked before. And I was like, no, no one does after an injury. But he is. He does. He's pretty close. He is pretty close. So certainly looking forward to Game 7, that one tomorrow, that here in Australia, 10.30 tip-off. So (laughs) I'm watching that. Looking forward to that one. Guys, um, I guess we'll just quickly transition into, I guess, our our predictions for the conference finals. Mm. Make your prediction based on who you think will win these last couple of games in the conference semis. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, But so we'll start in the East. I'll go first. I've got... Uh, I hate to say it. I'm going to go Philly against the Nets. Um, Nets winning four two. Wait, what? Yep. Um, yeah, I think. The, yeah, I think Philly will get through as well. As much as I hate to say yeah. it, up against the Nets, I reckon Philly are getting up in. Oh, I reckon it's yeah. I reckon you're on the money. I reckon it's about six games they'll get through. So you got Philly getting up. Oh, sorry, Did the, you net, say the, the Nets, Nets getting up. The Nets. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'll have a go. Yeah, um, you have a crack. The Hawks are going to get up, in fact. Yep. They will. I hope so. Um, and also Milwaukee will. So who's winning that series? Hawks. Hawks, <laughs> Hawks how going many? all the way. How many you got? Seven. Seven. Excellent. Yeah. We'll go ahead to the West. I've got the Suns against, well, I said, I'll go the Clippers. Suns against the Clippers. Suns to win that one. Same. Or exact, two as well. Exact mm. same, probably. So I think Suns against the Jazz. And I think... It's going to be very dependent on whether CP3 gets up. Um, if he gets up for even some games, I think the Suns will win. Yep. Um, but if not, I think the Jazz might be heading to the um, finals. Heading to the finals. Well, we, well, we've got a lot to look forward to. This time next week, we'll have the conference finals well and truly underway. Uh, it's going to be a huge week of basketball with only a couple of series remaining. We'll be able to delve into them a little bit deeper, which will be nice. Um, and kind of analyse each game a little closer. So that should be something to look forward to. Mm, okay. Fellas, before we end what's been a massive week, one massive episode as well, let's return to Hero of the Week. No, it's been too long. Wonderful. We're back. Here all the week. Who's up? Who's up well, this week? Me and you can say that ours at the same time because it's the same. Okay. Well, we'll keep Rose the surprise packet till last. Oh, hopefully I don't have the same guy as you. Here all the week slash player of the week. Yeah. KD. Yeah. Um, and this is is that Rose? No. Okay. I'm basing this purely on that game five. Yeah. Uh, arguably one of, if not the greatest playoff performance in Probably history. Was, yeah. 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists. God. Three steals, two blocks. 16 of 23 from the field, 4 of 9 from 3, 13 of 16 from the free throw line, yeah. and played all 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. The most complete game. All 48 minutes. That was what got me. That was the biggest stat. Every yeah. single minute he did not have a break. Not no. been done since LeBron James in, was it 2018? Mm. 2018, but mm. became the first player in NBA history, playoff history, to have a 45-15 rebound, 10 assist game. Um, just incredible now. Anyone that plays basketball will know, like, I play in Social League Div 3 and I'm on for about four minutes, 30 seconds, and I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, shout out Coos Control. I don't know how he plays 48 (laughs) straight minutes in the NBA. It's just incredible. And, like, the way he gets to his spot. After injury. After after injury. injury. The way he got to his spot in this game, like, you just can't guard it. No. And being seven foot tall and able to do what he does on a court... Like that last, th- I think it was his last that three, three with about a second or two on the clock that he's mm. just heaved up, pretty much for the win, mm. still the win, unbelievable. Yeah. The most ridiculous thing to me, not only that he played all forty eight minutes, but how much does fatigue play 
and oh, yeah. play a, mm. a role in your shooting percentage when yep. you're tired. We know even when we just go for a casual shoot around, <laughs> if we've been running there. around for a bit too long, we yeah we're the probably fall, not even the hitting fall, the backboard. The, best of the time's not great, but it goes downhill pretty quickly. <laughs> he's, isn't it? he's gone sixteen and twenty three. Was it? Yep, forty eight minutes. God. That's unbelievable. A hell of a showing, and like I was. A little part of me was trying to think of ways that I could not pick him. I was like, oh, it yeah. seems a little bit yeah, obvious. Gutter. But just that performance was just... Where's he on old time? He's one oh, of the greatest. Now, uh, so is this another episode in itself? This is it? another episode in itself. Um, I don't know, but he certainly... He's like, like he, better than Larry Bird. He gets another I'm, I'm putting that there because that's, that's... Better the in, big... what, in what aspect? The game. He's better overall. <laughs> no, he's a better scorer. I yeah, think he is absolutely. pretty be- better. I think he's a better scorer. He's one of the best scorers in history. I'd, I'd go as are. far as to say, like, in terms of scoring ability, he's probably the best mm. of all time. Yeah. Yep. Even though yep. he's not number one on the list, but just in terms of pure scoring, he's a, he's he's right a machine, isn't he? Yep. Him yep. and MJ, just they're, they're pretty, pretty equal in that regard, aren't yeah. they? They're a walking 30. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. So it was hard for me to think of... Like I, I had to pick him, but this game, like this, really was a huge win for them. Mm. Um, and I think in Game Seven they're going to need a little bit more of that. Yeah, another great. another thirty-five to forty bomb. I think. Yeah, I think needed. they'll get it. I think. Well, get is it. Kyrie? Kyrie's not back, is he? I don't believe so. And James Harden, he'll play. Okay. That, so what's promising. happened with Kyrie again? I feel like uh, I've was, was it his ankle where he the arms came baby? underneath him? Didn't he have a baby? Did you say? <laughs> is it his ankle or is it a baby? I don't <laughs> he know. had a baby. Sure his ankle. But he did have a baby, so I feel like his his ankle might be a bit sore. But he's had a baby. Any day of the week, you don't make the NBA finals too often. Come on, priorities. No, but that's what I'm saying. He's hurt his ankle, but he's like, I've had a kid. I might as well. That's going to be very a one very woke baby, won't it? (laughs) Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Yeah. (laughs) My goodness, Roy. Who did you have? Um, I've gone with Trey Young. Um, Trey. So many reasons why I've given him Hero of the Week, but. You know, for the Hawks to be 2-1 down in that series, I think things were looking pretty bleak for the Atlanta Hawks. People had thought, oh, well, they've made it this far, particularly after last season. They've over-exceeded everyone's expectations, but they thought, oh, they're, they're, they're coming to an end and, you know, you can't blame them. But since then, the Hawks have won the last two games pending today's games as well. We we don't know how that's going to go. I think Philly are up last time I saw, but regardless. Currently eight points down the Hawks. Regardless, the Hawks are up 3-2 at the present stage in the series. Um, so and down two points, I mean. Down two points. Oh, they've they've come back. So they've got a chance they've to seal it today. they to the deal. Wait, who? The Hawks. The Hawks. Who, come can on. I just say, who would have ever... Th- I, I, I had a little bit of hope in them, but I never would have thought they'd be putting up this contest against the And they started the, the season slowly. Sixes. They yeah. started the season they really slowly. Did, like Trae all Young, the teams, yeah. Denver, um, you know, Dallas. the Knicks, the Wizards, they, they all started slow. Yep. So. It still surprises me how little, um, how little the Rockets got back for... Clint Cabela. Clint Cabela. Yeah, that was an interesting old trade, wasn't it? Moving back to Trey Young, though. <laughs> yes. Um, last game he had 39. The game before that he had 25 points, 18 assists, and he's just gone into beast mode in this in these playoffs. Last year we were talking about those bubble-type players, the TJ Warren sort of Donovan Mitchell. Yes. That who, uh, oh, doesn't TJ Warren feel like a lifetime ago? Oh, he's like does. a loser. But he, <laughs> he, he's been the equivalent this year, yep. I reckon, of that bubble player. No, but the thing is, he can. Yeah, he's, he's gonna do it in these clutch moments, but he can do it not in the. He can do it in yeah. the regular season. Oh, for sure. But I think the fact of the matter is that he's still he's still quite young. Is it his third season? He's got all the spotlight on him on that team, and he's stood up when it mattered, and that's the most important thing of all. And he's making because for so the last probably twenty four months or so, we've thought that Luka Doncic Trey Young trade was just a. Um, a, uh, just a, a, a very one-sided yeah. trade, and I'm certainly like Luca is phenomenal without mm. a doubt. He's Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, an absolute Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore player. Um, but Trey's starting to like he's not he's starting to make it a closer yeah. battle. Like it yeah. doesn't Question seem like such a lopsided trade now, does it? No. Well, they're always both really quality players, but just because of how good Luca is and how you know we we already know what's in store for him in the future. We thought that. There was probably a bit more distance between the two of them, but 
I don't know. Trey Young's a guy who I think could be MVP caliber still at some stage throughout yeah, yep. the course of his career. Because he scores it. He gets big numbers. Like yeah. He gets those high assist numbers as well. We like Everything runs through him, and he can have those games where he goes for 45, Absolutely. 50 points. And 18 assists. He had one of those like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly right. So um, certainly a well-warranted hero of the week there, right? Would have thought so, yeah. Um, recapping that, myself and Lee, we had KD, Roy. Ice. Ice Trey, yep. Trey Young, lads. How's it been to be back? Have you enjoyed being back? Yeah, it's uh, missed missed the. I, I missed weeks. it last week, being away on holiday. I was trying to enjoy myself, have a good time, but yeah. I was like, oh, I missed doing the podcast. Oh, I've missed it as well. There's probably been a little bit of rust coming back after one week, but I think that's a to bit be of rust. expected. And there's been so much to get through, hasn't yeah. there? The news has been nonstop. Um, as I said, next week we'll settle back into a bit more of a smoother routine as we approach our our final descent to landing on the yes. NBA playoffs. Yep. Um, certainly looking forward to that. What's the series? Are you most looking forward to the East or the Western side of the, the bracket? In my opinion, I I think the East. I, I think, think the East as well, I, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I really think the East Well, definitely, is... because um, Phoenix has got Chris Paul out. Yep. Potentially, um, yeah. Jamal Murray's out, obviously, in Denver. And then, well, and Denver's then, not in it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well, but before. But then oh. like, uh, Clippers and Utah... Got big names out as well, don't they? Whereas I think even though Kyrie Irving's out at the moment, you sort of you'd think he'd be back if for the West uh, for the Eastern Conference Finals if they made it. You would think so, unless he's just taking taking extended um, paternity leave. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, what's the deal with that? The NBA, like you normally workplace, how many weeks you get? You get a few weeks, don't you? So I'm not sure if the NBA Mm. has the same policy there. Mm. Um, But nevertheless, we're certainly looking forward to that, guys. It's been a huge episode. Once again, big shout-out to PodThreads. We have our merch. As we said, go check it out um, via all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram. You know, it's on there. The link's there. Um, Having a bit of a chat to PodThreads tonight, Nick. Yeah, a bit of a chat tonight. Um, doing an interview well, at what time? It'll be eleven PM here yeah, in Australia. Well, um, sticky, take your eyes open. I reckon. My God, I will be just the Walking Dead. Like I'll be a zombie. <laughs> uh, just a little bit about how the podcast started. A um, okay. couple of things like that. Mm. Um, so looking forward to doing that. But guys, check our merch. It is. It's. I'm it's so pleased What's with how it turned out. What's your favourite piece of? Piece of it, I can tell you mine. I love this the um sweater, like the crew I like neck. This, yeah, the what colour do you like? White. I like the white. I was, mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick that up. Yeah, me too. You can't go wrong with anything in that store, though, can you? I like the t-shirt. The uh, it's called the the dark heather. It's like a dark grey. <laughs> dark heather. You're uh, a man of culture. Aren't you? I am a man of culture. Yes. So I, I'm. That's probably up there for me. Yeah. Um, I like the hoodies too, though. I like it all. Yeah. In fairness, yeah. I like it all. But as I said, we will be um in the coming. I don't know, time frame, months or weeks or whatever the case may be. We'll have we'll have other products available as well. Mm. So continue to stay up to date with that. We'll be sure to let you know when they yep. drop. Um, but yeah, stoked with it. Yep. Good stuff. We'll, we'll wrap it up there, guys. Um, enjoy the last couple of games of the conference semifinals. And we look forward to breaking down the, fi- the conference finals with you next week. Yeah, good to be back. See you later, guys. Love you. Bye.